We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. A lot of people are looking towards this next general election in um, November. All kinds of predictions are being made by politicians and pundits alike. But what is interesting to me is... When a Democratic president loses the mainstream press, you're in big trouble. Uh, It is no secret at all to anyone that the mainstream media leans very heavily to the left. There have been all kinds of studies, all kinds of research indicating, and I'm not going to throw out percentages because I I don't want to be wrong. I want to be accurate. But it is very, very clear and very easy to prove that the overwhelming majority, and I know it's over 80%. I won't get any more specific than that because, again, I I want to be accurate. But it is way over 80% of those in the mainstream media are left-leaning Democrats. And that is a fact. Check it out for yourself abundant amount of research out there. So that's why the uh, mainstream media was so, 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 so in love with Barack Obama. Uh, That's why they hated Donald Trump. Uh, Now, certainly at times Donald Trump didn't help it any because he really, he really enjoyed being, hated by the press. He did. He enjoyed it. Didn't bother him at all. He wore it as a badge of honor that the mainstream media hated him, and um, he goaded them on. No doubt about that. But uh, the mainstream media would have hated him anyway because he's a Republican and a conservative. So, That's why the mainstream media was so in love with Joe Biden uh, during the campaign and when he was elected. Well, not so much anymore, because even as slanted, as biased, as unbalanced as they are, they can't completely ignore reality. Case in point. President Biden just returned from his trip to the Middle East. His first trip to the Middle East since becoming president. Uh, He went to Israel, met with the acting prime minister. He went to Saudi Arabia. He was going to ask for more oil. Now, I'm not going to get into all of that. But before he was president, 
Under the Trump presidency, we were completely energy independent. We did not need Saudi Arabian oil. Now, we were importing it. We were importing uh, oil from Russia, but we didn't need it. There was a time during the Trump presidency that we were actually exporting more oil than we were importing. We didn't need any foreign oil. Since Joe Biden has been president, we find ourselves in desperate need of foreign oil. Desperate need. So he went to Saudi Arabia to beg and plead for the Saudis to increase oil production and so they would send us more oil so we can reduce gasoline prices here in America. Uh, Then he went to the West Bank in Israel, the Palestinian settlements on the West Bank in Israel. His goal, his purpose, bring about peace between the Palestinians and Israel to make some kind of gesture, some kind of agreement, some kind of movement toward peace. So, in the final analysis after he returned home, what did he accomplish? According to NBC News... Uh, Yeah, part of the mainstream media. What did he accomplish? Nothing. The trip was completely worthless. Let me read to you what NBC News is saying. President Joe Biden wrapped up his first presidential trip to the Middle East on Saturday with few clear domestic benefits from a trip that brought widespread criticism back home. Biden received no concrete commitments from Saudi Arabia to increase oil production, the main deliverable that could have helped address his biggest domestic challenge of inflation. He also made no significant progress toward a resolution between the Israelis and Palestinians. So, He had two main things on his agenda. Increase oil production, move toward a resolution between the Israelis and Palestinians, and by NBC's evaluation, he didn't accomplish anything. Quote, While the conversations and face-to-face meetings Biden held in the region may prove to pay dividends over time, He will return to Washington with little to show a domestic audience for whom the number one issue is the economy, with competing concerns over social issues like abortion rights and gun violence. Again, quoting from NBC. Even before Biden set off for the trip to Israel and Saudi Arabia, Democrats had accused him of backing down on his campaign vow to make Saudi Arabia a pariah after the killing of Washington Post columnist Jamal Khashoggi. Human rights groups have pushed for reforms in Saudi Arabia, and they felt betrayed by the trip. 
Former CIA Director John Brennan, in an interview on MSNBC, said, quote, There are a lot of downsides to President Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia and meeting Mohammed bin Salman. He said Biden has to extract from Saudi Arabia and from MBS, that's Mohammed bin Salman, some tangible means that's going to advance the interests of the United States and the region, as well as just regional stability. Um, it didn't happen. People are making great fun out of the fist bump. The President of the United States and the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, and the President gives him a fist bump. Biden, quote, this again is from NBC, Biden opted for a chummy-looking fist bump over a more formal handshake. The White House had suggested ahead of the meeting that Biden would be minimizing contact as a COVID precaution. Really? Yeah. Uh, So anyway, it goes on for about, pardon me, it goes on for about four pages. And uh, the conclusion by NBC, again, this is a network that has been absolutely in the pocket of President Biden. Uh, Conclusion, last page. The president also acknowledged in Israel that there wouldn't be any resolution to the conflict between the Israelis and the Palestinians in the near term and said the U.S. was being realistic about what it could achieve. In other words, they conceded absolute failure. Israel, Saudi Arabia the West Bank, and nothing was accomplished. That's according to the mainstream media. Um, I've been saying it even before President Biden was elected. There is no way he's going to fill out his full four years. The Democrats are not going to allow him to drag the entire party and everybody in it with him to the bottom. It's not going to happen. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh, my goodness, i got so little time left and so many more stories to share with you. Uh, let me go through them as quickly as I possibly can. Good news, a federal judge has blocked the Biden administration's directive on transgenders using the restrooms of the opposite sex. A federal judge in Tennessee has said, "Uh uh-uh, nope, not going to happen. Now, it's a temporary restraining order. The Biden administration said if a man, a boy, identifies as a girl, then he is certainly uh, welcome to use the showers. And Well, anyway, 
Uh, very, very dangerous. 20 Republican attorneys general, including our attorney general, Dave Eust, you know, sued, and a federal judge has uh, blocked this directive, at least temporarily. The abortionist over in Indiana that performed the abortion on the 10-year-old girl, well, her employer, the abortion agency, has filed a HIPAA violation against her. HIPAA is complete privacy. The abortionist violated that privacy by going to the news media and reporting that a 10-year-old had gotten an abortion and so forth. And her own employer has uh, filed a HIPAA complaint against her. We will watch that. I was just talking about the mainstream media. John King on CNN recently said, we got to give the Democrats some grace. Yeah. Democrats are beginning to look really, really bad concerning the upcoming election. And he said this, at least in part. Quote, this again is a CNN correspondent. It is much easier to be the opposition party. Give the Democrats some grace. Governing is hard, especially when you have tiny margins. Uh, biased? Eh, yeah. Give the Democrats a little bit of grace. CNN anchor Don Lemon said it is the responsibility of journalists to treat all Republicans as dangerous to our society. That is a quote. Journalists must treat Republicans as dangerous to our society. Yeah, I thought CNN was changing. Evidently not. The latest on Leah Thomas. The uh, male, the man that has transitioned at least partially and won all the swimming tournaments. Remember from the University of Pennsylvania caused so much uh, controversy. You ready for this? The University of Pennsylvania has nominated a man as the Women's Athlete of the Year. And no, I'm not making that up. The University of Pennsylvania has nominated a male swimmer as the Women's Athlete of the Year. Um, what do you say? I mean, just, wow, what an upside-down world we're living in. Uh, And while we're talking about transgenders and so forth, uh, here's some breaking news out of New Jersey. A uh, transgender woman, now that's a man who is pretending to be a woman, has been living in a woman's only prison now for a couple of years. He said, I feel pretty, has not been surgically reassigned. He is a man, but he said he was a woman and demanded that he be transferred to a woman's prison. Well, he is now being transferred out of the women's prison because two women have become pregnant. He has impregnated two of the women in the prison. Yeah, so much for identifying as a woman. 
Think about that. And the state of New Jersey was dumb enough to transfer him simply because he said he identified as a woman. And I guess I'll leave this to you, leave this with you. Tesla. Yes, we're being told by the federal government, you've all all got to move to electric cars. All of you have got to go to electric cars. Tesla is asking Texans to avoid charging their cars during peak times of the day. Yes, a message is being sent out in the in on the in-car screens of Teslas throughout Texas to avoid charging their cars between 3 to 8 p.m. because of the burden on the electric grid. Ah, can you imagine what would happen to the electric grid if a couple more million people got electric cars? Yeah. This is what the liberal left wants us all to do. And with the small percentage of electric cars already on the road, the electric grid in some areas of the country is crashing. Yeah. Your federal government at work. All right, folks, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. But please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.